Like, like I'm one Billy Piper tall. Yes. Does that mean I'm also one Dalek tall too? Because they're made to match her eye level and they're roughly the same size as Billy Piper. Does that mean I'm... I would much rather be Dalek height than Billy Piper height. It sounds more threatening to be like, I'm as tall as one Dalek than to be like, I'm as tall as one Billy Piper. When when I see how much one Dalek can do in this episode, I'm like, yeah, I want to be that big. I don't want to be. You know how much one Ross Tyler can do. She got a warm hand. <laughs> she got like a warm hand in that one Toasty. bit. <laughs> imagine Ooh. how good that would be. Like, I mean, I know it's because of, you know, the, the vortex energy or whatever. But just imagine if you were like, Hi. oh, Rose, I'm making a toasty. Pa- passes your hands and she just goes. <laughs> and then it's like perfectly grilled. Just exactly oh, how you would want melt it. Melt these cheese melting out the side. In, instead of having like, a you know, like grill marks on it. It's got like a handprint mark on it. Oh, no. From Rose's spicy fingers. Like, no, don't call them that, please. <laughs> Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie, hello, who's a little bit hoarse, uh, watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic Who. In between seasons, we'll discuss uh, extended media, things like books, games, and big Finnish audio adventures. Dalek this week. Yeah. Do you have something else to say? You look like you were rearing to I was say, say a hard consonant sound. That yes. Actually, I'll have you know that I'm a lot of bit hoarse. You're a lot of bit hoarse. Not just a little bit hoarse. <laughs> um, me and Katie both recently have been ill. You worse than me. Yeah, I always get really badly yeah. ill, though, and I don't know why. It's so annoying. We both went to a house party that was hosted at mine, um, and we both came out terrible. On the Sunday, we were both bad afterwards. And Katie, oh, almost two weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did a ten-hour shift that next day. Oh, that felt rank. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, almost ten days. Oh no, almost two weeks. So it probably yeah. is about ten days on. You're still dying. I'm almost completely fine. Our loyal listeners who love Carol this well-being. show so much don't know that this is the second rescheduled recording. Yep. Oh God, we're having a nightmare trying to. F- film these at the moment and if it sounds echoey that's because we're in a, a, a an empty room in our university a classroom that will be used in approximately 90 minutes that's how long we have time limit time limit we're on a timer today anyways dalek yeah dalek i like dalek you like dalek yeah i think it's a really good one i enjoy dalek yeah it's one of the highlights of the season i would say yes yeah like especially for a, for a one-off yes it is i think and i mean this will be i will revisit this um, after we watch the rest of the season. But I think in terms of standalone episodes, it may be the strongest, I think. Unquiet Dead was really good. I think, like, when we do our ranking at the end of the season, I think pitting this against Unquiet Dead and Father's Day is going to be is gonna be quite difficult because I, I do think Father's Day is quite the masterpiece of the I episode. Agree. I agree excellent. on Father's Day. I think the only thing about that, oh, I mean, I won't speak about it because I'm not there yet, but I think at least in comparing this one to the Unquiet Dead, if you had said to a person that you are going to watch one episode of Doctor Who, I think this one works because it's like, oh, it's the Daleks. You know? Yeah, big legacy. It's like how if you don't particularly like give a shit about comic books and someone says, do you want to watch a Batman movie? You probably are going to want to watch one with the Joker in it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you watch a Doctor Who yeah, episode, it's probably know. going to be a Dalek one or a big two-part with a, with a Dalek or a Cyberman. Or yeah. both. Or both. Or both. That's happened. That's always fun. And now I'm going to summarise Dalek, the episode, if, in case you haven't seen it. If you haven't, please watch it. I'm not going to touch on everything. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. That's why it's out there for free on BBC iPlayer, and soon it will be on Disney+. Plus. So Dalek aired on the 30th of April, 2005, uh, directed by Joe Ahern and written by Robert Sherman. 
Uh, it was viewed by 8.63 million views, which is the second highest for this season. Yeah. Outside of the pilot episode, which is a whole Rose. bunch of people. Not called pilots, just called Rose. Mm. The TARDIS arrives in Utah in 2012 after the Doctor receives a mystery signal in a museum full of alien artifacts, including a Slovene arm and an old Cyberman head. An alarm is sounded and the Doctor and Rose are surrounded by armed guards. The guards take Rose and the Doctor to see Henry Van Staten, the owner of the vault, and also the internet. Van Staten is impressed when the Doctor can identify one of his artifacts and introduces him to Adam Mitchell, an English boy who's a bit of a genius. Van Staten asks the Doctor if he wants to see his living specimen, the Metaltron. The Doctor is brought to the Metaltron, who seems to recognise him, as the Metaltron is actually a Dalek, the, one of the Doctor's biggest foes who he thought he defeated in the Time War. Once the Dalek has tried and failed to exterminate the Doctor, he gets vengeful, telling the Dalek that he wiped out all ten million of them in the war, but Van Staten pulls him out before he can do anything else. Van Staten's assistant, Diana Goddard, tells the Doctor they recovered the Dalek from a crater where they found it screaming. The Doctor accidentally reveals his own alien origin to Van Staten, who chains him up and scans him, discovering his two hearts with plans to take him as another living alien specimen. While Adam shows Rose around, she finds a video of Simmons, one of Van Staten's technicians, torturing the Dalek in order to get it to talk. Rose, sympathetic as ever, goes down to try and help, but accidentally touches the casing, reawakening the Dalek to full power. The Dalek escapes, and upon hearing the alarm, the Doctor tells Van Staten to release him if he wants to live. The Dalek absorbs the internet and begins exterminating the guards as Adam and Rose make their way through the basement levels of the complex. Over the comms, the Doctor tells the Dalek to kill itself, as it's the last of its kind, like he is. The Doctor works to seal off the vault, and Adam makes it through the door just before it's sealed, leaving alone Rose on the other side. Rose tells the Doctor it isn't his fault, but he hears the cry of exterminate, and blames Van Staten for Rose's death, and the deaths of all the others the Dalek will kill if it escapes. Unbeknownst to the Doctor, however, Rose is still alive, as the Dalek couldn't kill her due to absorbing her DNA. The Dalek gets back in touch with the Doctor and tells him if he doesn't open the doors, then it will kill Rose. He unseals the door, and Adam tells him that there are weapons in his lab. The Dalek makes its way to the compound's higher level, stating that it wants freedom. It reveals the creature inside the casing to the Doctor and Rose. It's mutating into something else, which is not something a Dalek should do. The Doctor refuses to kill the Dalek upon Rose's insistence, but in the end, Rose is the one that asks it to kill itself. The Dalek does, and the compound is ordered by Goddard to be filled with cement. The Doctor and Rose get in the TARDIS, joined by a very confused Adam, to continue on to more adventures as credits roll. That's a brief history of Dalek. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. Yes. There you go. Yeah. You're going to be a lot of a lot of throat clearing and. I'll try and, and stuff. keep it to a it's, minimum. It's fine. So, do you want to kick us off, or should I? Um. I mean, it's, 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 what works. it's 2012. It's 2012. Yeah, that's, I can't remember what year we said it was before. It's like 2030 or something. Yeah, we, no, were way off. we were way off the mark. Man. 2012. The, yeah. the year the world ended because well, of the Mayan calendar. You see, the thing is, I was thinking that it wasn't that year because I know that they also got 2012 later on. Do they? Yeah, for the Olympics. Oh, in yeah. In Fear Rose must have been bored. She was, <laughs> I've already been here. She's like, Jesus Christ, Doctor. We're running out of ideas already. The all whole of, of space and time. All of time and space. 2012 twice. All of time and space, and we don't even make it two seasons before repeating places. Shocking. Thank you. Um, how buzzing do you think she was when they got in there that there was a Slovene arm, so she could be like, I know that one. I know that one. Look, look. <laughs> this little, I like this little museum, but there's not actually that much going on. I remember there being like 
like I don't remember anything specific, but I remember there being more things in yeah. this museum that there just isn't. I'm like, there's two things here. Yeah, I mean, I assume it's probably like a budget reason, right? Like yeah. actually why there is not more things. But at the same time, isn't it just like the BBC prop cupboard? Yeah. It's, Can it's, they just it's, go and just be like, hey, here's some bonus bits? They're like, there's some moon rock. There's a NASA thing. Ooh, Slovenia, I'm inside my helmet. Yeah. Yay. And that's, and then, and then unit music kicks in and not unit come out and are like, freeze, go To be fair, I kind of like the idea that like a lot of what Van Staten has is just shit. It's just random. Yeah, it's just shit. Random and he just alien thinks it's bullshit. Cool. Look, I found a stone. And he was like, look, it's from space. I say that, but we do live in a world where people do like rocks now. Yeah. Van Staten predicted the future. No, Robert Sherman, who wrote the episode predicted the future. Van Staten is the early prototype of one of those like crystal girlies. Ooh, go him. I love that for He's him. He's like, I'm, I'm putting oh, so my, um, I was going to say moonstone, but that's from Pokemon. Yeah, that's you're gonna. You're, you're gonna. You're not part of the um. Nah, the crystal culture. My sister. You're not part of the crystal culture. You're He's like, I put my, I put my rose quartz in the moonlight, and it's it's charged up now, and I'm gonna get what I want. I don't know what that means. I think that's right. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Cool stone, bro. <laughs> cool, cool, cool stone, bro. Cool stone, bro. And that's the plot of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I haven't seen it. That's that's the plot of all three or four Marvel phases. That Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't worry about it. Doctor Who Rewind has got you covered. Cool storm, bro. Yeah, so they're taken to see the man himself, Mr. Van Staten. Yeah. Um, Mr. Henry V. He is my he is my detractor for this episode. He is the, the one thing I don't... And, and I'm not meant to like him. Oh, of course not. He's but the I, worst. I'm more than dislike him for his character reason. What point did you get to in the episode, if you had this, but what point did you get to where you were like, oh, fuck this dude? Probably like when the when the doctor's being nice to him, the doctor when he's got his little instrument. Yeah. When when he goes all legend of doctor, ocarina of time, and all that stuff. When that happens, and he's and he's given you know he's giving it the old rubby rubby, and it's make it's and it's mourning at him all that. When that happens, and the doctor's like, you just have to be delicate. See, you're a natural, and he's being nice, and then Henry just flings it, and I'm just like, your name's Henry, you can't be this oh, mean. and the doctor's face just breaks, just immediately, yeah, he just like, drops it straight away, and he's like, oh, okay, this guy. That um, was my space flu. I did, I did, I didn't write the part down, because I, I just put the timestamp in, so I'm trying to secretly and smoothly load up the episode and tell you at what point I went Van Staten can eat one. I mean, bef- before we um get to your point of, like, where, where you hit advanced statin one of the first things we see him do is one dude is like i disagree and he's like wipe his memory and yeah leave him on the street him, leave him on the streets and like no you are just how does anyone there work for him and is just like yes van statin is 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 our is our boss and an inspiration no he's fucking not okay he rules through fear and tyranny surely he owns the internet so you know <laughs> owns the internet you know when um arachnids in the uk came out the the recent yeah, Jody, and that's basically just Van Staten, isn't he? Yeah, well, that that guy in that episode is like the glaringly obvious like Trump allegory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. For whatever reason, if those episodes had to be switched around in the order, and I guess we get like a Ragnarok in the UK in two thousand five, and then Chris Chibnall has to be in charge of this episode, I could see them doing a variation of like you know Henry Van Staten being a way super awful on the nose, like Elon Musk, like an evil Elon Musk parody type guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I may as well do my little shitting on the Witter Carrera now because I do have a gripe with this not with this episode with the arachnids in the UK um American guy and and it's very obvious in this Henry Van Staten is is an American stereotype he's a monopolizing man who owns everything yeah anyone who disagrees with him goes in the bin I don't know with Mickey Smith 
Um, and and I, I I think it's it's really good to to go have him as a spectacle and be like this is what can happen to people in oh, power. Yeah. This is how corrupt they can be. Because you know this is one of those guys who like no one ever told him no, right? Until yeah. the doctor shows yeah. up. Yeah. In in I feel like in a Whitaker episode you would have an ending scene inside the TARDIS where Whitaker's like, see, this is why people have to change. We can't be like Van Staten. We have to show forward growth and. Do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> like, I can see, I can see, I see the face Jeez, you're pulling. I know. But do you know those scenes that happen? And, and she... there's like, look at all this nice subliminal messing, messaging. There's a, enough subtext and undertone where I can pick up yeah, what this character I, I is know. and who he is and what he represents. Or oh, just in case I missed it, you're going to tell me it all in the last yeah, two like, minutes. I know that this guy is a dick because of the way that he speaks and the way that he acts and the way that he treats people. And just generally his whole MO, right? Yeah. This whole alien museum is kind of a dickhead thing to do I don't need you to then go oh sorry I'm a bit socially awkward here's me telling you about how much I fucking and, hate this guy yeah and, and I'm sorry because there are Whitaker episodes that I like I was gonna say this is very much not a dig at Jodie Whitaker Jodie no, Whitaker if you're listening I love you yeah you you did the best you you could do with what you were given I don't think anyone on I mean there are some poor performances here and there but I mean this this show always suffers that sometimes I was gonna say, yeah. sometimes actors have an off day the same way everyone else does that's fine speak for yourself I've never had an off day in my life you sound like a cheese grater right now, so please don't even get on a high <laughs> horse about that. <laughs> um, here's a point. When they're, so, okay, pre-Van pre Staten meeting up with the doctor, yeah. they're walking down a corridor and uh, someone says something about the president. Yes. He's like, the president is Should 10 points down. I want him replaced. And then someone's like, oh, I don't think that's why, sir. And then that's when he gets his like, yeah, he mind, gets his mind and flung away. Is Van Staten powerful enough to just replace the president? Is he... I feel like if you were, you wouldn't be underground. You'd have someone monitor underground, but you wouldn't live there. Yeah, surely. Because that's the thing. I can't imagine what this man does other than just, like, lurk around in his yeah. little basement. Because he seems like one of those people. Henry's in the cupboard. <laughs> Yeah, it's like all of this stuff on, in his museum. It's not a public museum. No. It's an underground bunker. He doesn't want other people to see this shit. This is his collection. So, you know, I can't imagine that he goes back to a house afterwards. No, no, no. There, there is something I do love about the bunker. Which uh, is? Practically, which is it's the best way to do an episode set in America without having to be yeah. in America. It's such a good device to be like, it's season one. We've not been given a whole budget because the BBC wants to see what we can do with this, bringing back a classic. Mm. We can't really go and shoot in Utah, but but, <laughs> but the underground part but that is free game. I believe. That looks like every underground bunker ever. So let's just do that. I was gonna say I feel like a lot of the watching this show at a young age has like really um, shaped my mind to a way a lot of things are. Because now anytime I picture underground bunker, I basically picture something like this. Who is it that arrives on the helicopter? Is it Van Staten himself? Is that when he comes in? Does he? Does he not live in the... Because he's got an office in the bunker. I just assumed he lives yeah. down here. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, I wasn't sure on that, but the uh, Tannoy announcement is like, attention bad all personnel, one. bad wolf one descending, and then the helicopter lands, and then a bunch of guards walk out, and then Van Staten and his various aides and stuff come out of like a doorway. So yeah, I assume that bad wolf one is Staten's personal... Okay, so he doesn't just live Like Air here. Force one, I guess. He's like bad yeah. wolf one. But there's our bad wolf reference. Yeah, there you for go. The, for the episode. There Checked you go. off. Check check that one off the list, which is is, is it's a fine one. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know how how they are wanting to do, but they're just like flinging in the script wherever you can. Yeah, just pop a bad wolf in there whenever you can muster it up. I mean, it does sound good as well. So you know, I'm, oh yeah, every time I say it, I'm like, 
Um, Van Staten's little intruder window joke is funny. It and is. And I'm not going to pretend it's not. It's also recycled. Tenth yeah. Doctor says it at some point. I don't remember which episode it's in, but someone um, like, got it, it is, is like, how did you get uh, in? In the Santaran stratagem and Poison Sky. Oh, yes, it is. Because one of the Santarans are like, an intruder. And then he's like, oh, how did you get he, in? And then he touches the teleport thing, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's like, intruder like, window. Boom, teleports out. And then, he, and then he then he disappears. That's a pretty good actual uh, little impression of that there. Thank that you. is very much what it sounds like. That's what it fair. sounds like. I tried. <laughs> it meows at him, I suppose. That scene in the hallway is also where we meet Adam for the first time. He's like, English boy. The English boy. The English boy. Where, where is my English boy? Adam. Is he just like in charge of Van Staten's finances? He just shows up and he's like, I bought 10 things. I think it's alien. I fucking hope it's not just paper mache. <laughs> well, he says here, uh, and, and the little musical instrument, thing he grabs it and shows it off and he's like oh i paid eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars for it which begs the question dude get is... a slide whistle shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> get a slide whistle and What's be Van done Stan's with it net worth? <laughs> i got this off ebay <laughs> van staten's like holy whistle shit he's put like, it in a case now dude look at this you know those, like grown tubes where it's like <laughs> 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 and then he shakes me <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, nail it. Yeah. <laughs> How much was it? 800 grand? Fucking, that's a steal. Good price. <laughs> Money well spent. <laughs> this is also where we find out that Van Staten owns the internet. He does. That's his. Do you know who really owns the internet, truthfully? The role for sandwich guy on TikTok. He owns the internet. Who's? I, I don't know what this is. The, the guy where he, he um, has like a bunch of like breads. Um, I think it's like one for bread, one for cheese, like lettuce, salad, stuff like that. Meat, sauces and that. And he um, rolls like a bunch of various dice and then whatever the dice come up with on the corresponding thing he makes in his sandwich. And it's like the D20 sauce roll is like the really exciting one at the end where you're like, oh, what's this guy going to get? And every single time he uploads one, I am glued to my Wait, screen. so does he does he like roll in like a D8 for certain things? And then it's oh, very, yeah, like the, oh, so it's a one. different dice. Yeah, so oh. then the, the, the and D20 then it, is like the big one, like the, the special like sauce or ingredient oh. or whatever. You don't know this guy? No, I don't, I don't do TikTok. Oh, shit. I know that we have a TikTok. Follow, <laughs> follow us on TikTok. We do follow us on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. DW Rewind. But I don't. My, like I'm not an avid user of TikTok. I didn't get TikTok for like three or four years, and I was like, <laughs> I, and it was never a point of pride thing. I just spent yeah, too much. Like, I don't need this. I just spent too much time on my phone anyway, and I didn't want another app for it. And then we started this, and I was like, well, now I kind of have to get a TikTok it's after dizzy. not having it for all these years. So I don't use TikTok too much. Oh, listen, I'm telling you, this just guy. seems really addictive. Oh my god, dude. How, like Unreal. how many how many day, not not hours how many days have you lost total on so TikTok many, do you think so of many. your actual life? I was sat the other day and I was like I need to do some work on my assignment and I was like I've just finished reading something before I start writing I'll just scroll on TikTok for a bit it had been three hours. Oh my god! It'd been I three don't... hours of me just sat there being like one more video one more video. So I do bad. that and these episodes don't get edited. That's 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 the that's the be all and end all of this. What happens next? I get pissed off is what happens next. Tell me Van's... why. <laughs> Ain't nothing, uh, Van. St- <laughs> Van Staten, he, he brings the Doctor and Rose into a room and he goes to Adam, I got you a girlfriend. Yeah. Or did you? Or did you? Adam, who is in control of your money, you got him a girlfriend, did yeah. you? Not saying that he's paying Rose or anything, but you sexist pig fucking horrible stupid fucking man. Which is like really funny because Rose is just like, all right, who's that? Adam being like, this is Mr. Henry Van Staten and Rose is like, all right, and? 
Who's that? Doesn't 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 Van Staten say? Oh no, she says to Van Staten, she's gonna slap you in a minute if you keep calling her she. Yeah. And Van Staten's like feisty. Van I Staten like it. says to the doctor, "You're quite a collector yourself. She's rather pretty." And then Rose says, "She's gonna smack you if you keep calling her she." What the, the, the idea? And again, this the idea that is the American guy's like got this slimy way of talking, and he's very selfish. And there, I don't. I've like the, of all the Americans I've met, which isn't many to be fair, <laughs> but like working in like the hotel and stuff, I did meet yeah, a good few you, Americans. Yeah, you, you get a couple. Met a few celebrities. No, uh, <laughs> met a few Americans. Talking to one right and now. And they've uh, shut up. I swear to God, you are not that famous, and I need you to stop this. You've gone. You didn't say power. not famous though. You just said not that famous. Okay, you're so. not famous at all. Oh my God, Katie, please. Let <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, but every American I've ever met ever has been super nice. Like, I was super say, nice yeah. and polite. And I'm just like, what, Henry? This isn't you, man. This isn't. There's, there's a. Yeah. There's a lover, not a fighter, deep down in there somewhere. <laughs> deep down in this bunker of yours. Maybe it's a metaphor. The bunker is Van Staten's heart, and right at the bottom of it is a horrible squid fucking alien in a metal shell. <laughs> Just screaming to die. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, we got him. We got him. When he sends, like, Rose and Adam away, and he's like, oh, you're both English. Um, he go, he go says, cuddle or spoon yeah, or canoodle. go canoodle or spoon or whatever it is you English people do. And I'm Racist. like, well, first of all, there's no weather spoons about, so they've got nowhere to sit and complain. No spoon. So they can't do what English people do. One of the things in this scene, another thing that he says to the doctor, he's like, I captured you. I'm like, mate, he fucking parked his car <laughs> hundreds of feet underground. <laughs> And walked through your museum like it was piss. Yeah. What do you mean you captured him? <laughs> he actually materialized atoms out of nowhere in your museum. And you're like, got you, <laughs> got you, got you, huh, pranks. I absolutely love this whole vibe that the two of them have where, you know, Van Staten is just this guy. No one's ever said no to him. He's always been the smartest guy in any room. And then all of a sudden the doctor just comes in and is like, I won't say this, but I'm better than you in every word. <laughs> like, like a really subtle dick measuring contest. Like, leave me alone. If the doctor spoke to Van Staten the same way he spoke to Mickey, then Van Staten would be in tears. Yeah. In a corner <laughs> God, I think he needs that, though. I think he needs that rude so, away. Yeah, this it? man needs humbling. <laughs> After this, it, they, they basically try and coerce the doctor into going to see the Metaltron. Yes. The Metaltron. Good name, right? No, it's not. It's yeah, not a good name. Because the doctor is like, I know things about aliens too. And mm-hmm. then Van Staten's like, hey, well, come check out this guy. But we, we know that later on, Rose is going to touch the, the Dalek with a spicy hand. And she's going <laughs> to, she's, she's got that spice hand. And she's going to put a palm on it. And the Dalek's going to be like, oh my God, it's like Viagra for the squid. I'm going to love it. Viagra for the squid. Viagra for the squid. They mention here, like, oh, some other guy touched it once, but he was vaporized. Like, he just turned to Ash. It's my favorite line where Simmons, the other other guy who, like, is, I guess, the head of Dalek supervision. Metaltron supervision. Yeah, Metaltron supervision. Um, Get it right. He gives these, like, big, like, gauntlet-y type gloves to the Doctor, and he says, the last guy that touched it burst into flames, and the Doctor just goes, I won't touch it then. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) All right, I'm not going to... Which is so funny, the idea that, like, this guy is so convinced that anyone who walks into this room is going to be absolutely just just hit with this overpowering <laughs> urge to touch it, and then Rose just does that. Imagine if you walk into a room with a dialogue like this and there's just a label on there that says wet paint, and you're like, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you're like, shit. <laughs> and you're like, don't touch it, and you're like, you can't put a wet like, paint on. <laughs> you're like, oh, but you've put a wet paint on. Do you know, like, it's imagine if the wet paint thing is just a British thing, not an American thing. So they see wet paint and they're like, fine. And we see it and we're like, I need to touch the ever loving shit out of whatever that is. 
Kind of and like, then they walk out in a hands of bronze, and she's like, "New mm, weapon, yeah, no, it was right, yeah, we were, mm-hmm. didn't lie." Like in museums when they have the little, um, like the little rope on the floor, <laughs> like around the painting, so you can't get closer to it. You can't, I don't know, fling tomato soup all over it. Yeah, that'd be really bad if you did that, that, would that really, wouldn't it? That'd that be really would be fucking stupid. That'd be really shitty if you did that. Yeah, to like an artist who's dead. Yeah, yeah, and those one of the greatest painters who ever lived. I said something about that at work the other night, actually. And then one of my co-workers turned around and said, you did a Doctor Who there. And I said, yeah, someone should give me a podcast. Notable silence. The clock ticking. All I heard was the clock beat. Like, the clock is I now your that audience. That picks that up. That wasn't supposed to be funny. That was just, like, an it's interesting story, point. Yeah. yeah, it was just a little bit of something. Normally, that's where I'd cut, but if I can hear that clock, that's staying. I hope you do. I no, hope I you can. can. The clock. The, yeah, the, I don't know if uh, Simmons is torturing this thing in the dark, but when the Doctor goes in, all the lights are off. Yeah. Dramatic effect. The thing is, though, it's like it's not like the Dalek is a person, and you know, like obviously, if you keep people in the dark, it has like a psychological effect on them. Yeah, I don't think this Dalek, who is you know from space in a metal cage, yeah, is going to really care about the dark. To be honest, no. Although I suppose it's like you know when um, they say like blind people don't turn the lights on because like what's the point? Yeah, I mean, well, it's like a similar thing. Where it's like Van Staten's like I don't need to pay my energy bill in this cost of living crisis. The performance here. So good. When he's like, I'm, I've come to help, I'm the doctor. And it just says, doctor. And the lights come mm-hmm. up and he recognises it. Oh my God, that's and insane. And I, I can hear him piss his pants around. Yeah. I can hear him do it. I can hear him do like just a big urine. So, hey, this little trivia, but I'm putting it in now, it's relevant. But it's written in the script that it, it was supposed to be like, the, the doctor speaking to the Dalek was supposed to be like, you know, kind of cocky and kind of like, ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your family is dead sort of thing. But then Christopher Eccleston came to set and he was like, no, I'm just going to give an acting masterclass here. And he was apparently so like fuming and raging in one scene. He started foaming, in the ma- foaming at the mouth and he was like, leave that taken. That's so, I, I mean, I didn't notice any form, but mm. like that's that's a uh, dedication. That's so right good. There. Oh, he's, th- this scene's great. I don't know whose idea it was, whether it was a, a Russell T. Davis pitch or whether it was like the writer, um, you know, whether it was a, a Sherman thing. The idea of disarming the Dalek for their first encounter so that they can actually have a back and yeah, forth. Yeah, like a, a bit oh, of a that's, one-to-one. That's so golden. Mm-hmm. And everything, everything in this scene is so good because the Doctor here does like the full range of emotions. Oh, he goes he through. Hits he hits. He goes through the point. five stages of grief just now. As oh, I've written down. Actually. Did you actually write the yeah. five stages of grief? I didn't write it there. Put it, put it in my notes on my phone because oh, I just know okay. on my phone when I was on the taxi. <laughs> when you were watching morning. Doctor Who in the taxi, we. This is the. This might be the first time for the podcast we've actually watched the episode separately. Yes. Uh, because life's busy right now. Okay, we've got. University assignments, um, it's already happened for you, but uh, for us too, Christmas is coming up. Hope everyone had a nice little holiday there. We haven't quite hit New Year's yet, but that's next week, we'll say that, I suppose. But yeah, life's busy. Where does the time go? In the Where TARDIS! Space and time go. I didn't like the way you sort of looked at me when you said that, like, I'm doing a clever thing, and I was like, oh, like there's a resistance in my eyes. <laughs> I find that most of the things I say, you you have a resistance in your eye for, to be fair. Well, what can I say? Yeah, the Doctor starts off fucking terrified, goes to sad and remorseful. And then you also get hints of, like, the war Doctor come through. Yeah, well, he gets gets the old fear at first. Yeah. I mean, oh, geez, let me out, let me out. That's such a, that is, that is a, I'm about to die. Please let me yeah, out. Yeah, like genuine kind of, terror. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, I mean, obviously, the Dalek is busted and we know that mm-hmm. but the doctor there fully could just be killed 
Oh yeah. Is this other than you know giving the Slovene a quick electrocute uh, last episode? Yeah. Is this the the first time properly we see the Doctor just turn to violence because he straight up starts torturing I mean, the Dalek too. He just starts he, electrifying. He it. does, but I would say that um, the only other thing that comes close is the bit in End of the World where Cassandra starts like creeping. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that he caught. Well, no, he brings her back, I suppose. So yeah, but he, he, he does he's, he's, that, he, but he's not like I'm going to kill you. Oh he yeah. Just lets her dry out. You know, there's no action in there. There's no active thing for him to do that causes that. But in this scene, he knows the Dalek can't fight back. Mm-hmm. He know like this is at the point where they've had a conversation, and he's like, "I know what to do now: exterminate." And he slams on the switch, and I'm just and he's just watching it scream. But I'm I like, would say that okay. even still, in um, last episode, I don't think like the Doctor intends to kill the Slitheen. No, he no, 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 no. He just wants to like sort of get away. I think he but, knows that. But he's, he's not also harm been it. put in a dangerous position. He like he's. I mean, no one looks at the claws of a Slitheen two feet away from them and goes, "I'm going to live through this." Yeah. So he's like, "I better give it a good zapping." Yeah, but this is like, you know... This is torture, this is ruthless, this yeah. is... And like I said, it's it's very war doctor coming through. And you know through. what? That's very... I imagine it's very cathartic for him, probably, when the, the implication of the time war, I mean... You find out more about this as the seasons go on, I guess, because... Day of the Doctor is where you really we get a feel. We've buckle in for a long arc on it. this one, kids. Yeah, yeah, the time war is a good narrative device. We love it. You know that he's been at war with the Daleks, mm-hmm. but you've not yet seen one. If you're just watching the, you know, from from the the reboot, I guess it's not a reboot. What is it? Revival. Revival. That's the one. That's the word I'm looking for. And you won't have seen a Dalek yet. Now you're looking at him, and and this is a character that you've, you know, by this point, we're five, yeah, we've got like a, a good attachment six, with the Doctor. Six episodes in, we're about halfway through the season. We've got a good attachment. We know what he's about. This is raw. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. See, like, I think the thing is as well, and it's like a criticism, not not so much criticism, I guess, but like a thing a lot of people have said before about the Dalek design is that it kind of looks dumb because it kind of does look dumb. Like the Dalek Oh, it design. always has. You yeah. Mean, you like, mean like the fundamentals, not yeah, like the bronze, like no, you mean the like the actual Dalek looks great, plunger, like, whisk, eye Yeah, stock. little silly little lights in the head. But Jesus Christ, it does not matter how stupid that thing looks because it starts doing anything and you're like, oh yes, I can imagine how these are. Murder the, machine. You know, the Biggest menace in the galaxy. Oh, absolutely. The, 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 and they, I don't know whether you have this trivia-wise, do you? I About Robert Sherman's goal with the Daleks. For this episode? Yes. Or just with why they're torturing it? No, no. In, oh, so in general, no. this is just a thing that I read, may, may or may not be true, that Robert Sherman, who has only ever written this one episode for Doctor Who, as far as I'm aware, has not <laughs> come back, and this episode's fucking brilliant. I know, if you're going to do one, this is just a good one to do, I yeah. guess. Um, it's the one, one of the only, uh, until Whitaker, I think, Dalek episodes that is not a two-parter. So this is the only episode that Robert Sherman has, has written. And the goal of it was to take everything that everyone thought was stupid about the Daleks, the plunger, the whisk, the, yeah. the, you know, the, the limited rotation of the head. Because they used to only be able to move like a little bit side to side, I think. And now they do the full, the full 360. The full 360. Um, you know, the, the lack of legs being beaten by stairs, all that kind of thing. He, w- he wanted to take those and turn them all into the most dangerous things he could. So, you know, the Dalek literally sucks the life out of a guy with his plunger. Yeah. Then he get, uh, cracks a door code with the plunger, mm-hmm. then absorbs the internet with a plunger, starts melting people's insides with his little whiskey gun, starts flying about. And not, a, not a whiskey gun, though. A whiskey that gun. Would be, oh, yeah. like, that would no. be pretty cool. That would actually be. That's awesome. The rewind, the rewind, uh, the whiskey rewind gun. whiskey gun. And it's shaped like a Dalek gun, but it just shoots little shots of whiskey. Ah, oh, hell yeah. 
merch, merch. Slap a trademark on that bad boy. Yeah, so he wanted to take all of those like regular conventions of the Dalek and make them scary again. Which I would say is very successful, to be fair. Yeah, like what the fuck, Jesus Christ. The, the, but when you were saying that the Dalek, the the Dalek, the, the, the design Dalek, the, like you were saying, the Dalek design being like pretty silly, it is. But Sherman takes that and absolutely just knocks it out of the park to make all of those silly parts now big threats. Yes. Yeah, and it works. Like I say, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, then Simmons gets told to torture the Dalek again, and he gets this his little smile. He's, That's he's, the part where I got Van Satten, I hate you deeply. I, I looked at that part, and I was like, why is Simmons smiling? Why is this man horny for torture? I like to think that this guy, like, he's not even, like, a scientist. He's just some guy that, like, Van Staten yeah. found somewhere. And he was like, you want to be an asshole for money? And this guy goes, yeah, I'm not doing anything tonight. <laughs> and, then, and then that's just how he got the job. And then since and then... And Staten's like me either. Since then. Uh, you know what, though? Like, I don't know exactly what it is that they're doing to that Dalek. But it's like a big drill gun thing. I thought it was like a tasery thing they were putting inside between the grills and See, then zapping it, like, inside rather than just the that's shell. That's what I thought. But the doctor says that there is a creature inside to Van Staten later. Like, he tells yeah. them. So it's kind of like... He didn't know. I assume he doesn't know that there is something inside that's of it. That's a fair point. After this, Rose and Adam have another little... Yeah, right, okay. Listen, right, Billy Piper, this isn't you. I love you to bits. Rose, are you fucking single or not? Like, make up your fucking mind. Are you absolutely crushing on the doctor? Or do you want to go back home? You would say you were missing Mickey last week. You missed him. In fact, he almost came on the TARDIS, but he decided that life wasn't for him. In fact, you wanted him to be on the TARDIS. You oh, said yeah. to, you were like, Mickey, you want to come with me? And and the doctor's like, no, I'm yeah. not letting him be on the download because Mickey was secretly like, that life's not for me. Yeah. Doctor's been a, a, a real he's good been a, He's been a good lad he's, there. He's been a bro. <laughs> and so, when I say bro code, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want that Mickey-Doctor relationship, you know? Yeah. So she, last episode, she's like, Mickey, come with me. No. Okay, fine. I'm also kind of crushing the Doctor a bit. Then she sees Adam and she's like, well, if I can't have the other two. See, like, I think that, I mean, I, I, I think that, I think it's supposed to be pretty obvious, is that Adam is kind of like supposed to be a midway point between Mickey oh he's the fan fiction doctor and the doctor yeah where he's it's like, like absolute 10 year old who's like oh my god doctor who's so good I really want it and then like make, invents this boy who is not you quite know, the yeah, doctor like he's as clever as well not as clever as the doctor but like in terms of like you know he knows stuff about aliens yes yeah you know he can do sort of all this but also he's younger and he's like a human as well so technically I guess he's more appropriate for Rose to be yeah. with but Jesus Christ he's just such a dick Adam yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think he's such a dick. I don't, I don't. Know I don't think he. About him. I don't think he does anything that is hugely like. Not that I can remember. I don't think he does anything that's like hugely awful in this episode. But like, no, no. I mean, he gets I in just the doctor's do not face like this a guy. bit. But other than that, he's, he's he's he does try his best in this episode. But there's something there's something about him where again, it's that thing of this kid was never told no in his life. Yeah, the that, that same, same sort. Well, of, that's the same thing as well. He, like I, I imagine, like Van Staten probably saw like a young Van Staten. Yeah. In Adam, and that's probably why Adam is there. That's a fair point, yeah. I imagine that would be that's probably um, accurate character-wise. Because the thing that I think is very funny in this scene is Adam being like, oh, I know it sounds incredible, but I honestly believe the whole universe is just teeming with life. And Rose is like, oh, yeah? No way. Whoa. Oh. Do you know what? I, if I was Rose, I'd be like, no, aliens aren't really alive. But did she just say something along those lines, doesn't um, she? What is it when she's like, that can't be? Oh, he's like, oh, imagine being inside a spaceship. And she's like, whoa, crazy. She says, uh, he says, everything the UN tries to keep quiet spacecraft alien visits to earth they really exist and rose just goes that's amazing and then he's like i know it sounds incredible but i honestly believe the whole universe is just teeming with life and she goes i'm gobsmacked yeah <laughs> but but 
she, he also she also is like so what do you think about people who claim to have been abducted in probe and he's like bullshit yeah, not real she, yeah I think they're not she goes oh, yeah me too bullshit not real didn't happen didn't happen after this and I think you know correct me if I'm wrong mm. this is the only time ever where a companion has met a Dalek and not immediately being like oh what the fuck kill it oh uh, because Rose meets the Dalek and is isn't immediately like oh my god a villain yeah, she just sees something that's being tortured she's, and she's like, I need to help her. Yeah, she's like sympathetic to it. She, she wants to, to help. She wants to do what she can. I don't think any other companion has done that. I don't know if any other companion has met a Dalek not with the Doctor. I don't think fair, so. That's still still a case of like, that's it's, it's, a, it's a fun angle. I like that, that she's never seen a Dalek before. Why would she assume this is a horrible killing machine? Yeah, exactly. Based on she just sees that this is an alien that is being tortured and yeah. then she's like, oh, well, me and the doctor help aliens. It's literally, well, we help literally the, point, you know? the point of, of these, as is stated later in the episode, is racial cleansing yeah. is how they say it. She doesn't know this. She's she, not like, I gotta go help that chained up fascist. <laughs> She's just like, oh no, something that's in pain. Oh, someone chained the hate machine to the wall. Like, oh no, no, you can't do any more hate crimes. I'm gonna go touch it. No, Rose, don't. <laughs> no. He says wet paint. No, Rose, please. Don't touch the wet paint sign on the, on the evil fascist Dalek machine chained up in the corner. When um, Adam is saying about that. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, it doesn't do much. It's weird. It's kind of useless. Which is so funny. It's going to melt me. the insides of all your co-workers in yeah. T minus four minutes, mate. So buckle up, buddy. Like all your pa- all your pals who you go on your little ciggy breaks with at work, they're going to have their organs absolutely liquefied in yeah. seconds. Ah. And you're just like, bit useless. I think the moment where I like fully hate Van Stan, like obviously mm. you, you're meant to hate him, you're not meant to like him, that I think like, oh, you are piss-boilingly annoying yeah. is uh, in one of the next scenes when they do the x-ray on the doctor and he talks about how they found the cure to the common cold and he's like, why, he's like, why, why you know, why give them hope and, and sell it to them when I could just keep selling it in small doses yeah. and not actually cure it but just slowly make things better and I'm like, oh, you corporate fuck, you corporate little bitch. Also, two hearts confirmed and I'm confused as to why having a simple x-ray one hurts the doctor and two, why has no one got any any radioactive protection. In yeah. actual x-rays, the doctors all go to you. Yeah, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go hide behind the lead screen. You'll be fine. We're just gonna go hide behind the big lead screen and you're like, oh okay. No, I remember getting I got x-rays at the dentist a while ago and they're like, put this thing in your mouth and bite and I was like, okay, this kinda hurts and then they all leave the room and zap me with radiation. I was like, cheers guys. I've never had an x-ray in my life. Haven't yet. I've yeah. never had a proper... I've had them on my teeth, but I've never had, like, a sort of proper, like, body x-ray where you have to, like, get into the machine or whatever. I don't need an x-ray. I'm already transparent. Ooh. Not, like, in an honest way. Like, literally, my skin is clear. Yeah. If I had an accident. the light, you disappear. It's terrifying. <laughs> if what? Say, if they hold you up to the light, you disappear. <laughs> terrifying. I've got the complexion of a froob. <laughs> You're like the little petty faloo kids. <laughs> petty faloo. <laughs> Not like a fruit pouch. Like I got some girth, you know. Girth, some pouch, <laughs> a yogurt pouch. But I didn't get fruits. I got the ones that were like animals. Animal, instead. animal ones. Yeah. If you don't know what this is, by the way, it's like a, a it's a, it's American like yogurt, different to yogurt. Cause I have never. You've been to America. You might know this. I've never. Not, not, not in my experience. Well, you know, it's just it's 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 off milk that tastes good, and you just fling that shit. Just get it in a little tube you with pop a funny it in a tube, face on it. And then, yeah, and then you tear off the top and you just squeeze it. Rip their heads it. off and suck their guts out, by the way. Oh, my God, that's so dirty. What was that about? Oh, my God, I didn't even... Re- as it, like, you've just, you've just unlocked a car yeah, memory. Yeah, what the fuck was 
that about Froobs? This, this was the slogan for Froobs. Answer the, answer the people. <laughs> Rip their heads off and suck their guts out. I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, I don't think I will. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when the doctor talks about Davros will be. Does he? I, fr- Does I didn't I didn't pick up okay. on this. So that it's it's pre the doctor, you know, being um X-ray. like X-rayed, yeah. yeah uh, they're just in the lift. Obviously Van Stan's taking him to the X-ray floor. Yeah. And um, uh, the doctor's just talking about what a Dalek is like. And he says, um, it's a mutation. The Dalek race was genetically engineered. Every single emotion was removed except hate. And Van Staten says, genetically engineered by whom? And the doctor says, by a genius Van Staten, by a man who was king of his own little world. You'd like him. Ooh. Yeah, I miss that completely. Yeah. Like, I remember the conversation, but I don't remember that line where he's like, who, who built him? Like, that, that bit. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, yeah, Davros... I haven't seen much of Davros other than the two times that he's yeah, showed up his, in the revival. He's in two stories. He's in more than two episodes. But that, that's all I really know of Davros. I'm looking forward to going back and seeing Davros in like classic Who. I like Davros. I mean, as much as you're supposed to like like a horrible, awful villain, but like yeah, yeah, I like Davros. And my absolute favorite moment in the world, which like I'm assuming we'll get to it ever, is the the bit in Journey's End where Sarah Jane sees Davros. Oh, and she's like, "You mother!" She's yeah. She oh, her acting in that scene is so good. <sighs> Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> in, Catch me crying over Liz Sloan again. This will be in like January, <laughs> January in 2024. If we if we follow the schedule, we've got to change that up at some point. We will keep you updated when we know what's happening with that, <laughs> by the way. We will mention at the end of an episode or beginning updates to schedule and stuff. Uh, th- th- this is sort of after that and the uh, the x-ray is when the Dalek gets free. Yeah, when Rose touches it. See, the thing is, um, I'm going to try and find the actual line in the episode, but this Dalek must be being tortured pretty bad because the Dalek says to her, I am in pain, they torture me, but they still fear me. And then it goes on to say, I'm dying, I welcome death. Um, how? What did they do with that thing? Jesus Christ, what this did is they what, do with what, that What thing? I mean is, is uh, as someone who hadn't seen Doctor Who, you know, before, I hadn't seen any mm. classic Who, the, the Daleks were in one the first episode I watched being like Doomsday and stuff. Yeah. I'd seen them and I knew they were a bad guy. But watching this, it's like like I don't know where they fall in terms of like are they morally great? No, they're normally just evil. Just yeah, they, evil well, the, the only emotion they can feel explicitly is hate. Like, is hate. Yeah. So the, the and people are often like you know you don't want a, a villain that's the the existence of that villain is just to be a villain. It's just to be evil for evil's sake. Yeah. I think it kind of works for the Daleks. I think it's, it kind of works for the Daleks because the thing is, like, yes, they are evil for evil's sake, essentially, yeah. but their MO is just anything that is not Dalek is bad. So it's yeah. kind of like, it is evil for evil's sake, but at least they have a thing that they can constantly be doing. Yeah. Like, they're constantly working towards wiping out all of the things in the universe. That's, that's, they're always just like, what if we just killed everything? Someone's like, oh, why haven't we tried that before? And the Daleks are like, oh, we keep fucking... Yeah, all right. Like, I know it wouldn't match to the Daleks, but anytime that is anyone's plan in anything ever, like, that's the bad guy yeah. plan, I'm always like, so it's just going to be you by yourself at the end. Just killing? Like, I would kill myself kill eventually. I'd be like, I've done it. And uh, yeah. what now? There's you know? only me now. Yeah, that's... I mean, like I say, it's probably not a problem for the Daleks, but I'd hate it. <laughs> the way that uh, Adam shouts, Rose, no. Don't like it. <laughs> there, is, there, is, there are some lines delivered in this and some parts of this that I, I don't 100% love. This is one of those performances where I'm like, all right, Rose, no! And she's yeah. only touched it. And the Dalek's like, oh, shit, ow, Bernie. Ooh, hot, hot, hot. Bernie I have hot. a bit of, like, genuine Dalek sympathy. Yeah, me too. In that scene for a second. I, I, have, I have that written down. <laughs> Literally, the note says, the Dalek becomes easier to sympathize with because I'm just watching it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Which yeah. I shouldn't be. The, the thing about Daleks and, and me not knowing what they were in Doomsday because I was, like, six 
and then not knowing about this show or seeing it again until Christmas when I got like the box set, yeah. the DVD box sets. But those are like these things where you didn't just click on a thing and it was showed you how many seasons there were and you picked an episode. You would have to go into a box, pull out this little like, it's like a flat circle with a hole in the middle. You get them with games now, you know what a disc is. Yeah. And then you would put them in and you would hit play all, watch three episodes, take the disc out, put the next disc in, hit play all, watch three episodes, rinse and repeat until the season is done. And it's an annoying and tedious thing that no one really does anymore, but I still like physical media. I'm off topic. But... <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy a bit of physical media too. Yeah. I just don't have a DVD player, so I don't... PS5, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, the Dalek has... I don't know if you have this down on your trivia too. Do you have anything about the I rights? I don't know, say it. Do you have anything about the rights? The rights to the Dalek, mm-hmm. to the old Terry Nation estate. I mean, I don't really have anything strictly down about it, but yeah. I have the old, what they were going to do instead. Yeah, yeah, because the they, they, they might not have been able to get the Dalek rights this episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there is something about a Dalek when you see it, even for the first time. And like, you don't need to know anything about classic who but when you see a dalek you go oh this is this is something do you know what there this, is it's got staying power about them as well that i think before a dalek does anything like you know this whole like, idea as a legacy of, like, thing yeah this whole idea of you know like when you go to a job interview or something and it's like oh walk into the room like with your sort of head up and that kind of thing because like first impression yeah when the daleks move when they just slide around on the floor that little like like that, that noise yeah, yeah. That's unsettling. That is, yeah. No, I mean, it's the same as when, when you get the internal view and you hear like the, the sort of the extending or whatever is happening with the eye stop when mm-hmm. you see that or when, when you hear the, you know, the, the audio modulation that happens when you, when you see something from a Dalek's point of view oh, yeah, and you yeah, hear yeah, like yeah. the doctor speaking and it's that wavy sort of effect. Like even that, I'm like, oh, it's listening. <laughs> there's, there's something That's really unsettling about my Alexa. <laughs> There's something really unsettling about Daleks, and and there's something when when you see it where you go, this is a legacy thing. This has so much history just built in that that, yeah. that design. Where if you at age six I didn't know what a Dalek was, but if I showed someone now who's fifteen and didn't know what Doctor Who is a Dalek, they would probably be like, I've seen that somewhere. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's a Dalek. They are the the one thing that in and I don't know if we're going to cover it on the show. I hope we do uh, an adventure in space and time. Absolutely. When you so. don't see the Dalek. When it's first shown, yeah, you get the right. you get the inside view of whoever's driving it, and someone's like, "What the hell is this?" And they're like, "This is a Dalek," and he's like, "This is never gonna work." And mm-hmm. you and and then it they're like, "This is never gonna work," and then it cuts, and then you see the Dalek, and you're like, "They doubted this idea." Yeah, this whole show is full of things people go, "That's never gonna work," and then it just out, does like absolute gangbusters. Like this, just honestly, like I love Doctor Who. Yeah, just to be genuine for a second, I love. We Doctor say this every week. The reason that we do this. It's because we hate this show. We are so sick of this show. I'm so annoyed that it's coming back next year. Cancel Doctor Who. <laughs> the Doctor says, release me if you want to live. Oh, how metal is that? So good. <laughs> it's a metal line. Jesus Christ. How powerful as a dude you do you have to be to like just get away with that? And just, everyone takes yeah. you seriously just, too. And everyone's like, oh shit, well. Someone in the corner is like, well, I want to die. Yeah. Not me. Dalek gets out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Weird that it just kind of heals after absorbing the internet and not after... Oh, also it just kills Simmons. Suck his face off. Yeah, yeah. So put put that on the body count. Simmons. Our boy Simmons. You know the Battles in Time cards? The first one I ever got was Simmons. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Did you ever do the Monster Invasion? I think so. Oh, well, that's fine. Let's not talk about it then. (laughs) Did they... 
get rid of the three-section Dalek after this, by the way. I feel like it sticks around for a little bit, but not much longer. I you can't... know where, like, the, the titty yeah. gun sections... <laughs> the titty gun section of the Dalek, like, can twist separately of the main body and yeah. the head. You know what? The thing is, I genuinely couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I don't remember seeing this again. Yeah, too overpowered, that's why. They were like, yeah. oh, you can't escape that Dalek. It can look at you and shoot behind and also move sideways. Like, who needs that? Yeah, this thing really has very little limitations. Daleks in terms are crabs. Of, like, you know, when something is, like, described as, like, uh, you know, I don't know, take, like, an actual apex predator, like a fucking tiger or something. Yeah. And it's like, it's Rad. nature's ultimate killing machine. And it's like, well, not really, though, because I could always just, like... I could kill it, realistic. Not me personally, but like you could kill a tiger. <laughs> you said you could kill a tiger. <laughs> kill two men. Um, but like, well, wait till you see what I got behind door number one. <laughs> <laughs> but like a Dalek, a Dalek really is the ultimate killer machine. That oh, yeah. wasn't lying. Hundred percent. She's like, the bullets melt. Yeah, they don't even touch it. They don't even. They it's not melt. like they touch it and they ping off. They don't even fucking Actually, get there. I don't know if it do, if it does happen. Or I'm just making this up. Bullets do ping off it and, like, you know, they, they, they um, sort of ricochet from it until it yeah, absorbs until it, the internet yeah, or whatever it does. It and then it itself. heals itself and its weapon systems are back. Then they start melting. Then I don't it know if that's... killing. But I, I, I think I, like, remember hearing, like, the, you know, like, the metal sounds of the bullets hitting. I think I remember that. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Henry Van Staten spends the next rest of the episode... <laughs> prioritizing trophies over lives uh, yeah, just like in case you needed says, another reason to hit him when he says don't shoot it i want it unharmed because there is a scene where the, the dalek is out yeah van staten and the doctor are like in the office watching things on like the, the monitors or whatever and van staten says don't shoot i want it unharmed and the doctor says rose get out of there and i'm like oh cool so you literally are taking the two exact opposite sides in this yeah it's 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 like there's a there is a unarmed 19-year-old girl, girl in, in, the, with, in the fray. With, you know, yeah, with one of, I don't know, what Adam and Van Staten's relationship is like, but with one of the one of his employees. Extremely professional. Yeah, and he's like, they oh, fuck. leave the Dalek alone, though. And the doctor's like, hey, I'm choosing life in this situation. I, I've Over. seen Train Spotting. Yeah. I'm choosing life, baby. <laughs> the, one of the things that I love, so we, we've got, like, a little collection building of dumb things that are said, such as, you know, Jib, you made, made of wood. wood. <laughs> uh, and when Rose is like, they're green. Yeah. <laughs> this one, she runs into the corridor and she goes, stairs. <laughs> like, <you> just want... <laughs> she just walks in and she's like, stairs. And I'm like, oh, yeah, See, you found them. Is, you found them. All of this is proven is that just Rose is the most relatable character. Just, I know that's the point of her, but Jesus yeah. Christ, she just gets it. She's not like, oh my God, we need to, you know... <laughs> triplicate the flammability of the Dalek's piss. She instead, she's like stairs. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Like you don't have legs. You're fucked now, mate. And then it flies, and she's like, never mind. Yeah, the Dalek CG, just CG, elevate. CG Dalek. How do you feel about that? I don't think it holds up super well. It's not great, but ultimately, it's not great because we are watching this in 2022. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it's all right, but yeah. I don't think it's. It's a. I think. I think that before this, there's not a, a, like a huge amount of. No, before this, there is. Sorry, a huge amount of CG and special yeah. effects shots where uh, I'm sort of starting to feel it a bit. The way that I feel about this is that like it's it's. To the point where I go, because obviously I know all CGI is CGI. I'm not like dumb. Mm, yeah, I don't yeah. think that like any of this shit is real. Could have fooled me. <laughs> but like, I think that it's enough that I go, that 
Dalek is CGI, but it's not enough. Not real. That, yeah, it's not enough that I go, that CGI is so terrible, I'm, I'm turning off. Yeah. Now. I'm trying to think of other uses of CGI for the rest of the season. And there is like quite a bit still to go. There is quite a bit, yeah. I mean... Uh, I feel like it maybe gets a little bit more as we go on as well, actually. Jagrafess, Reapers. Uh, there's not that much in Empty Child. There's a little bit. There's a fucking barrage balloon, mate. Yeah, it's fine. There's like a whole thing. But that's just a round element that you put a texture over. Like, there's nothing, there's no complex, like, actual... Moving parts. Yeah, like... It's... I don't know anything about I, science. It's so. fine, science. You mean CG? Yeah. And, like, computings. Um, the Dalek theme, hear it here first, when it's killing... Is that with, the, with the vocals? Yeah. Yeah, so good. There's, like, three different sections of it, right, that you hear at various points <laughs> in the show. And in Journey's End, it plays and you get to hear all of them. All of it at once. It's so good. I also, I like the, um, and it still sticks around to like Capaldi's era, the Cyberman theme. I love the Cyberman theme. Like it's so menacing. <laughs> Jesus, it's You're menacing. Like, There's machinations happening. <laughs> Jesus, that absolute yeah. wobble there. The, the thing that, that I, I then get mad at with this is when, when what I've got is HVS, Henry Van Stan. Because uh, I had to start shorthanding my notes. When when he learns that the Daleks are literally like, we just want to do big genocides. Are you laughing at HVS? Don't put this in, obviously. <laughs> For a second, my brain went more like Benry Van Staten, and I was like, that's not <laughs> funny. God. That's not funny at all. Benry Van Staten. <laughs> Benry Van Staten, you fucking bitch. <laughs> but when, when seamless. When when the doctor introduces the idea, like, oh, by the way, these things want to kill anything that isn't Dalek, they yeah. will literally, like, they will tear worlds piece by piece yeah. to make sure that Daleks are literally, you know, the master the race or whatever. Thing, yeah. And and Henry's like, oh my god, I still want it alive though. And we're yeah. like, what? <laughs> what are you? What are you not understanding? He's like, because he says, he's like, what's the population of Utah? And he tells him, he's like, all of them dead. Dead. Yeah. See, the thing about Henry Van Staten, and like, I legitimately believe that Henry Van Staten would think that he somehow would be the exception. Yeah. Like, the Dalek will kill everyone, but it'll still listen to him. I, I like it Like, when... that's I, that's why I imagine. I like it when the Doctor's like, it's going to racially cleanse everything it wants, everything gone. And 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 then Henry Van Staten's like, okay, but but why? And the Doctor's like, because it's built, it's, it's only yeah. got hatred, I've explained this. <laughs> and Henry Van Staten's like, almost like it's not fair, like Pet Lip, he's like, but why? And the Doctor's like, I've just explained this, I yeah, can't keep like, doing this. Like, dude, it kills. Do, yeah, do you it need will... to know more than that? It's going to kill you. At that point, does it matter why? Yeah. There's also the, the bit in the, I don't know, it's like a warehouse type room with the, you know, the, when the, oh, when all the, the sprinklers and stuff, and stuff are in there. Yeah. And, the, and the Doctor's like, you need to do, you know, concentrate on the eye stuff or whatever, because that's the weak point. And if you get everyone, yeah, con- if you get enough concentrated fire, and, you know, yeah. yeah if you get enough concentrated fire, you'll kill it. And this, this American army dude's like, you think I don't know how to kill a thing? I'll kill a thing. And then he just hangs up the phone. And I'm like, this dude's trying to help. My, Why turn him like, down like that? The thing is, like, I don't really obviously know anything about, like, military tactics oh, and strategy and stuff. But defense pattern don't like move. They just pump bullets into that thing. Just like, like, ammo is going out of fashion, you know? They are just yeah. shooting so hard. And it's like, eventually, this thing's just sponging all your bullets. You not think maybe, like, oh, maybe this other guy who, like, maybe we'll try his plan now. I love the Our bit. plan's not working. Let's try another guy's plan. I love the bit, like, before they all start shooting when Adam and Rose run in and Rose turns and she looks at the Dalek and the Dalek looks back at her and she's looking back at it and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to fuck. Do you know what? I thought They, they exactly. share, like, a romantic 
Because it looks at her, chair. and then it's like little eye beam, like sort of widens a bit when it looks yeah. at Rose. Yeah, and all I can think about is you know that meme where it's like you know your, your pupil expands by like however much percent when, when you, you see something you that love. you love, and it's like <laughs> Billy Piper. Dad looks like, what's this feeling? And she's like, I don't know, fear, sorrow, and he's like, horny. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dalek kills everyone. Yeah, I like I like that this this scene is showing the Dalek that the Dalek wants to be seen winning. Yeah, that it's a spectacle thing for it. It's the Dalek going, I am literally one. What do you think is going to happen? There is one of me. And another thing about introducing the Daleks now, like in the revival, this is, it's showing you the destruction that one Dalek can do. You see a, a, an army of these, a fleet of these. Uh, you, uh, once you've seen this episode for context of what one can do, when you're seeing them by the thousand and it's by the million, you're like, terrifying. oh, okay, this is not a good, good thing. Which is why I kind of get annoyed when, when the Daleks are defeated, like a child's play sometimes. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I always think that you get to the to the point with stuff like this where, you know, like sort of the Daleks are the, the, they're the worst villain, essentially, right? Like, I would argue maybe we can talk about the master in that conversation, but like... You mean like most evil? Yeah, like... Oh, I thought the, you meant like they're the worst no, to watch, like and I'm like, what like, are you talking about? You know, these are the <laughs> baddest guys, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know. These, the Cybermen and the master, the, the ones that yeah. you always sort of come back to. And I always think there's a temptation to obviously use your baddest guys if you want to up the stakes. But the thing is, you need to up the stakes for everything. You can't just make their plan worse. Yeah. You need to make them harder to defeat as well. And I think a lot of the problem that I have with some later dialogue stories, which we'll get to them when we get to them, is that it kind of feels like for how easy they are to beat, they don't do enough sort of stuff to like pick up the slack of that yeah, yeah like it feels it feels like there's a very it's very imbalanced sometimes but this episode very much gets it down the middle of the dalek is difficult because like no one defeats the dalek it kills itself yeah the, the, the whole thing is that no one could beat it yeah what what's what do you expect to do when thousands of these things show up on your doorstep yeah and it's like oh rose tells it to kill itself yeah but she's already essentially like given it a deadly disease. she sees she sees a second dalek and she's like kill yourself and the dalek's like what yeah rude Tell him my dad. Like, Rose just thinks that she has this power now. Dad rushed Rose in. He's like, what'd you say to my boy? <laughs> what'd you say to my son? <laughs> dad looks like Never crying. Never to me or my son again. Dad looks like, my son said you said he should kill himself. And the dad looks like, she did. And Dad, <laughs> Ross, and dad Ross is like, ah! with his little, with his little <laughs> electric <laughs> finger. His little emperor. His little emperor hand. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Dalek gets out, kills a bunch of people. And it has a little conversation with the doctor here. Yeah. And there is a part where, you know, the sprinklers are on Mm -hmm. in the room and the Dalek says, I fed off the DNA of Rose Tyler, extrapolating the biomass of a time traveler regenerated me. And the thing is, this scene, because the Dalek is like on the screen. Yep talking to the doctor yeah you don't it doesn't come back to the doctor but i almost guarantee that when the dalek says i fed off the dna of rose tyler the doctor rolled his eyes bet you he was like oh fucking Rose!" every time like jesus christ she keeps doing this <laughs> fucking hell he's like oh god i'm glad i have six episodes like, in she's still time. doing this i've not learned a thing dropping her off back home with jackie bringing air out no no jackie in this episode no jackie in this episode no mention of jackie um I miss no you. phone call with jackie Nothing. Although Rose does channel a bit of Jackie in this episode when she's like talking to the Dalek when she's talking to Van Staten. I think like you know. Yeah, there's a bit of that 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 uh, attitude. Bit of those vibes. Yeah. Uh, this is what where the Doctor where, where, or when Van Staten's talking about like the doors and stuff, and the the Doctor's like, "Oh, you want to help?" And he's like, "I just don't want to die." Yeah. I don't care what happens. I just don't. Which kind of says it all, dies. right? Yeah. Fuck that guy. I feel Fuck. like it kind of sums up a lot of his character just in those two lines of like, do you want to help? No, I don't want to die. Fuck HBS. Also, I don't know how I feel about the Dalek quite literally regenerating. I don't know how I feel about that. I think after seeing The Power of the Doctor 
and the Cybermen who just regenerate. And like regeneration, the th- right? He is my. Um, I've only seen Power of the Doctor once. We were both very very drunk. Were I've we? also only seen Power of the Doctor once. I want to watch it again though. I think you look like the Empress of Mars right now when you did that with you with your hoodie just there. Cool. Cool for you. As as much as it is a regeneration episode, that episode makes a mockery out of regenerating. Oh, truly. It happens like eight. You, you see Cybermen do it. You see the Doctor do it. You see the Master do it. Then you see the Doctor do it again, and the then again. Is, right. <laughs> and I'm just sort of watching it go, and I'm like, the thing about regeneration is it's rare and cool. Do you know what would be really funny is actually if that. I mean, I doubt that it is truly. But if that episode is like a very poignant commentary on, you know, life and death and regeneration and it treats it with respect and, and wonder and we were just like pissed when we watched it. No, so that's not what like, I... Ha ha, silly. I doubt it. I was going to say, I, I would... I would. We'll watch it sober for the show someday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea that I don't watch it at all between now and then. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna, like watching I'm not, it for the first time. I'm going to watch it in like, in like, yeah, I don't know, four years when we yeah. get to it. And at I'll, least. Yeah. <laughs> The idea that, that Daleks and Cybermen can regenerate, I don't really like. That should be a Doctor thing. Also, the timeless... Ch- I'm not going <laughs> to. It's Listen, fine. Okay, here's a, a, a different... Um, here's a change of tactic then. Yeah. So Rose and Adam have to make it up to level 46 because that's where the, the doors are because yes. essentially the Dalek is going to get sealed off behind like the big bulkhead doors and be, yeah. I don't know, presumably like left there. <laughs> Which feels kind of like a terrible plan. It's just like... It's like seeing a spider, right, in a room and then just closing the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being yeah. like, oh, okay, that'll teach it. Like, it's, no. So that, you know, Rose and Adam are running to get to the door before it closes because the doctor can't hold it. He has to, he has to put it down. And on this, on this website here, which is a transcript of all of it, it says Adam rolls under the bulkhead with 18 inches to spare. Like, it's very some, specific. Someone read you that. I've just found it. It's, it's before this, so I'm not going to linger on it. But I just found a note. You know when they have to run up all the flights of stairs and stuff yeah. because of the Dalek? I just found a note in my book that just says, I'd be fucked going up all them stairs. Jesus <laughs> Can you imagine? She is sprinting. And as someone who is asthmatic, I'd be like... <laughs> the thing is, this is level 46. We have a lecture on the fucking sixth floor of the tower and we're absolutely dying. We're wheezing on floor three. Like, yeah. We're so unhealthy, yay. I'd be like, you know what? Just exterminate us and get it over with. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I just die. <laughs> like, I'm not taking the stairs. Just kill us, mate. When Adam, when, when he goes Indiana Adam and rolls into the door <laughs> and the doctor's like, Rose, did you make it? And she's like, hi. No, I didn't. She goes, sorry, I was a bit slow. I n- never... You w- heard the doomsday theme start. <laughs> um, yeah, did it. No, I never, especially with main characters... Like, I never think, like, oh, a main character's going to die. Like, especially not in the middle of the season either, no. Yeah, uh, and especially not with, with a show like like this, not really. Yeah. And, and they normally confirm it anyways. They'll be like, this is the episode, this is their last episode. And you're like, okay, cool. Which I wish they wouldn't. Yeah, fair. I would, I would but, love a surprise yeah. death just in the middle of the season. Like, whoa. But I never think that someone is going to die. No. If I were to, it would be here. Be here, yeah. When you hear exterminate, you hear the gun. And the doctor's like, she was just 19 years old and she's dead. And this is your fault, Van Staten. This is, this is all you. Which is so good. Like, the doctor, just how furious he was. We've already said, like, we love the angry doctor. And he is in it a lot in this episode. He's, he's in it. He's in it. He's in a good amount. But, yeah, yeah, this is the closest I would ever get to believing that she has died. I mean, obviously, you, you, everyone knows the old, if they didn't die on screen, they're not dead. We all, we, like, we all know that she's not, but if I was ever to believe... It would be now. This well, would be the Well, the doctor says to Van Staten, he says, I said I'd protect her. She was only here because of me, and you're sorry. Yeah. There's, a, there's an odd thing 
with the Dalek that comes up in in a moment, where uh, we know that it's now got other emotions because of the you know yeah. the weird biology with Rose and then Dalek and the mishmash going on there. Yeah, it's mutating. Yeah. So if Rose gave the Dalek other emotions, um, a bit like a disease, because I think that's what he says. He's like, no, this is not. This yeah, is like not right. for, for a Dalek, it's bad and contaminated. Yeah. yeah. So if it, if because of that. It's sparing Rose. Why? Because it's like I, I, I can feel your fear. Yeah. Why did it only? Why did it not kill? Why did it kill everyone else? If it's like I can feel the fear of of, of people now, I know how that because feels. Because I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think my best reason for it is like you know how sometimes you have like a small interaction with a stranger. Like I mean, I do this all the time at work, where like I'll have. I'm not opposed to talk to strangers. You like I don't know some guy will like come in yeah. and order some food or something and like I don't know you could just be like oh thank you and then just for the sake of saying like please or thank you or doing something like that I'll be like have a couple of extra dips you know I'll give you I'll give you like the best of better fries you know you're getting some, sacked some... once this airs <laughs> <laughs> you know I was like I'll, I will I will make your food a little bit nicer just yeah. because you were a little bit nice not to say that I fuck up everyone else's meals or anything mm-hmm. but you know I'll give you a little bit of a special treat because you're nice to me but I'm not doing it for every single person yeah, and I no. think that's the sort of same thing where essentially like Rose and the Dalek had like one very very small insignificant kind of like nice moment and because of that now the Dalek's like oh, well, I support, like I can't kill you the, lo- the logic of this to me is a bit ass backwards because I'm just like wait so you she's infected you with other emotions okay i understand that right so now you're feeling other emotions like fear and all that shit okay cool so you rose gets scared and you're like oh i know what that's like now because she gave me that so i'm not gonna kill her realistically you should have not killed everyone else because you know what fear is like and then killed only rose because she fucking infected you and you're like as if you did this to me Daleks can't spit but i reckon they would i know it's like not all the the there's absolutely nowhere in the script, I think, that gives me the impression that this would happen at all. But I like the idea that, like, the Dalek would absorb some of, like, Rose's, like, memories and stuff as well. And, like, all of a sudden, the Dalek has, like, weird 2005 pop culture knowledge. <laughs> like, it knows who won Big Brother that year, and it's like, fuck. Oh, my God, the Dalek cover of, uh, is it called, is it, what's what, Billy Piper, that Billy Piper song? Because we oh, want because to. we want to. Yeah, the Dalek cover of that. Nicholas Briggs, please. Oh, my God, please. Put See, that in a big finish thing, please. Because we want to is no day and night, but like, you know. All right. She just had so many bangers that it's hard to like. Yeah, I like I like Billy Piper's music. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm gonna say yeah. it now. I like it. Doctor there with a gun. There's a video of me somewhere in a hotel in Manchester dancing to um, oh, Because We Want To. And I was so into it that I went to grab the kettle and I touched the kettle with my... Oh, with your bare hands. The metal hands. of the kettle with oh, my no. bare hands. Because I was kettle. just vibing out so hard. Doctor with a gun. Yep. Lock and load. How do you, how do you feel about Doctor with a gun? Um, can I say something before you said Doctor with a gun? Doctor with a gun, yep. Um, so Adam is saying how he has the guns, right? <laughs> how he can fight back. And the doctor says, what are you going to do? Throw your A-levels at them. And I'm like, well, Rose Shua can't. So She's going to throw that bronze back into the ring. She goes, yeah, well, can you do this? And then does like a perfect cartwheel round off. Not a perfect one, it's a bronze. <laughs> <laughs> she shakes a little like bit on the landing. Stu- do you know when a kid does a cartwheel and they just kind of jump to the side? <laughs> because <laughs> to them they're like I was upside down for a second I must have done it she, <laughs> she just does one of those weird hops to the she side says, <laughs> she says she got like the bronze at gymnastics but when was this was this when she was like six or something <laughs> she like walked across a balance beam and they were like very good here's a participation certificate <laughs> she just can't do it all them air levels you do can't do it <laughs> will ask. can't even swim but anyway she survives she does because the doctor comes in with a gun Doctor with a gun. Perfect segue. How do we want to? How do you? How do you feel about Doctor with a gun? Um, I feel the same way about the Doctor with a gun as I do with Captain America with a gun. Where it's like, 
I realize that at some point in your life, this is probably a thing that you've done. I just generally do not like it. Yeah. And I think the thing that is important in this is that like, he doesn't fire it, does he? I no, but think. I think the, the other important thing about this is uh, he intends to. The Doctor's mission throughout this whole episode, and it's a great episode for Doctor Morality. Oh, is so that good, yeah. The, the Doctor spends every other episode Oh, not not every other episode, but most of them, he's trying to be merciful. He always gives someone a way out. The man who abhors violence, yeah, never even, carrying a gun. Even even when he sees Cassandra, you know, if she had just confessed and and gone yeah. away and done nothing, she wouldn't have died. No, I mean she would have like well, she presumably have been reported to like you know New York police yeah. or whatever, but wouldn't have, wouldn't have been dead about it. But when when it comes to the Slovene too, he's trying to give them a way out. In this, the Doctor's mission statement is literally just, let's kill. Like, he just wants to kill the Dalek. Yeah. Which I think it's only acceptable because it is a Dalek. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't work with any other, no. just any old, any even, old villain. Even, even the Master, even the fucking Cyberman, even yeah. Davros himself doesn't doesn't count, I don't think. But, like, Dalek, I think that's allowed. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like, like it for him, but, yeah. but I understand it. I don't like it, but I, I think it's okay. Yeah. And I think the thing is, as well, this is still very early after the Time War. It's a fresh wound the do- the doctor you know like he's still kind of you know like rose rose is helping him out with that ptsd but he's not over it yet <laughs> yeah you know so. not quite so the dalek kills itself not yet not yet rose uh yeah i wonder if you want to talk about the rose oh, yeah. um and the dalek when it's taking her kind of hostage i don't think daleks have ever been this deep again like ri- like written this well mm. written with like actual nuance to them and I miss it. They, sh- they should do this something like this again. They tried with Rusty. I don't like Rusty at all. But I don't like Rusty. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they tried it again, yeah. but we both fucking hate it. Um, I've, I've got a note here that just says, An- Angry Doctor is different from Vengeful Doctor. Yeah. Um, because, he, again, he doesn't shoot. And he's like, I, w- I wasn't going to. Like, the, the, the whole thing is the Doctor is trying to make you as, an or- as a viewer believe he wasn't going to. But because he is so vengeful in this episode, I don't believe that. I think he was intent on oh, using the gun until... Oh, we did skip a point here, because um, uh, the Dalek doesn't kill Van Staten. It doesn't? It doesn't. No. Rose is like, yeah. Rose says, show mercy. And Rose it says, it couldn't kill Van Staten, it couldn't kill me, it's changing. What about you, Doctor? What the hell are you changing into? Yeah. And then the Dalek op- shoots a hole to see some sunlight and opens... And it reaches out one of its little tentacle arms towards <laughs> the light. And I, I like... That's something that I think should be done, but it kind of makes me a bit sad. Next time... Yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's, it's this whole episode, I, I felt at the end of this episode, I was like... <laughs> yeah, I did, a little, <laughs> I did a little emotion about Doctor Who. I think my least favourite thing about the Daleks is at the end of this episode when it opens its little titty box and opens up to a cummy little squid. And I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm not okay with this. I also don't think any other Daleks ever look melty. Like this one. Kind this one of drips. Like it's, yeah, it's got it's little drips and gunk. No uh, Dalek ever melts like this again. This one looks like a sad cake. <laughs> <laughs> Calamari out of that bit. Oh no. But um, I mean, when I was saying like the Daleks get like like a written deep, he asks like, "Why do we survive?" And the Doctor is just, "I, I don't know. Like I've, I don't have the answers." I like it when the Doctor doesn't have the answer. He's always so wise that when he doesn't, I'm like, yeah. You're mutating into what? Something new. I'm sorry. And then Rose says, is it that better? And the Doctor says, not for Dalek. And the Dalek says, I can feel so many ideas, so much darkness. Rose, give me orders. Order me to die. Yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> I can't do that, she says. And the Dalek says, this is not life. This is sickness. I shall not be like you. Order my destruction. Yeah. And she says, kill yourself. He asks if she's scared. And doesn't the Dalek agree that, he, that it is scared as well? The Dalek says, are you frightened, Rose Tyler? And Rose says, yeah. And the Dalek says, so am I. Exterminate. And then, you know. That's so sad. 
that's like heartbreak. I know, I know it shouldn't be. Like, how heartbreaking is that? This like, is how old. often do you see a scared dog? Other than other than when um when River when, when no when the cult of Scarrow backs away from Rose when he's like when, when she says like oh yeah I did this I yeah, did that yeah, the, 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 now you're scared and they all go like Whoa. I was just probably about to say it then and I was like that's spoilers yeah I don't want to so do but yeah yeah you know the sentence I was thinking of yeah what what did she say she says something where she's like three uh, however many million side men uh, was like one doctor now you're scared yeah oh so good great great line I don't know why Goddard got the museum but all right I guess. Uh, I mean, the thing is... I've had my emotional moment. I don't really care now. I haven't really <laughs> mentioned any of the other side characters in this, but, like, Goddard's okay. They're, well, no, she's not. No, but, like, I mean, by as, the end. as, like, a character, like, I kind yeah, of I yeah. like her, I guess, but, like, she's just very nothing. <laughs> yeah. Also, this, I mean, I know that the idea of, is, is that what Van Staten does when he just mind wipes people and leaves them is bad, and you shouldn't do it. But to him, it's okay. Because that's what happens to him, right? Goddard yeah, that's, says, that's... you know... Take him away, wipe his memory, leave him by the road someplace, and by tonight, and he says, you can't do this to me, I'm Henry Van Staten. And she says, and by tonight, Henry Van Staten will be a homeless, brainless junkie living on the streets of San Diego, Seattle, Sacramento, someplace, someplace beginning, beginning with, with S. S. A homeless, brainless junkie living on the streets? Like, Jesus Christ, I know this guy's a dickhead, but you are absolutely like, ruthless, whoa. Diana. <laughs> uh, the last point that I want to make before going into, like, ratings and stuff. Uh-huh is um i don't know why i said that like that please yeah i'm gonna leave that in though please don't i'm going to uh (laughs) (laughs) is the doctor's like empty victory when he when she's like so that's it then time war that's the the official end of the time war and the doctor's like i suppose so i win but he like you can tell he does not feel better he doesn't feel any different this is not cathartic it's just happened and it's just more tragic i'm the only one left i win how about that and it, but it, when he says it, there is no emotion to him. He's just like, yeah. it happened. That's, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. I'm now just a, a Time Lord veteran, I guess. Like, there's nothing well, else the thing to is, do. Because Rose says that, like, maybe the Time Lord survived too. Like, there was this Dalek that yeah. was there. Maybe someone, one of your guys did as well. And the Doctor's like, oh, I don't know. Cause I said, you know, I'd, I'd know. And Rose is like, good thing you've got me. And even then, he just goes, yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, like, even he's then, so numb by the end. Yeah. He's just like, oh, okay. This guy needs to go somewhere fun next week, right? This guy needs a Kronk burger to cheer himself oh, up. Fuck off. <laughs> Before we move on to the next episode, do you have any other trivia today? Uh, trivia? Trivia. I do have a little bit. Just a little bit, though. Yeah. I've just been we've all been, yeah, we've been very, that? we've got assessments and very been busy time for us. I think that we won't do any sort of monster of the week stuff here. That we There is plenty to talk about there with the Daleks. There is too much Dalek stuff to fit that in That we here. will just go over it at some point after season one because, spoiler season alert, the Daleks come back yeah. pretty frequently. Okay, <laughs> so uh, when we first arrived... Oh, what was it? Oh, sorry. Hello. I'm Clive, obviously. <laughs> no murders. Uh. <laughs> Please come through. I'm in the shed. Oh, please, no. <laughs> Don't open the door. Oh, fuck, there he is. <sighs> He's not looking any fresher, is he? He just gets wrinklier and, like, more Sadder. dour. And that smell. It's not getting better, is it? That good Clive smell. Light, light and air wicks and let's go. Right, so, once the TARDIS arrives in the museum, um, behind and to the left is a xenomorph egg from probably shouldn't have that yeah uh, so, someone comes out with that you're fucked um, also the head is a cyber nomad head there has been uh, various designs of the cybermen over the years this is a cyber nomad is that a different to a cyberman it's uh, I mean no okay. but like it's, it's just the, the, the so model. you know like Mondas yes it was like a, an offshoot Okay. Called Planet 14, and one of the groups that lived on Planet 14 was Cyber, Nom- Cyber Nomads. I was going to say, isn't the Cyber Nomads the, what the Time Lord Cybermen are based off in? 
Power of the Doctor, the square head sort of. Yeah, yeah. that design-ish. Um, it's a Revenge of the Cybermen specifically, this design, actually. Yeah. Revenge of the Cybermen. Um, it was in a cupboard somewhere at the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, ah, will this one do? Um, no TARDIS interior. I noticed that. In the set. I actually have a, a note about that. I did notice it, yeah. Um, if Terry Nation's estate hadn't given permission to use Daleks for this episode, then you would have gotten an early version of the Toclophane. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... They they obviously make an appearance, but I don't I don't think they have the staying power that a dog oh, does. I'm not. so happy they got the rights. The thing is that there is I will get to that, but there is one part that they have that Jesus Christ breaks me in half. Um, the toggle fan bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're back. We have to move. We have to move. We were evicted from our previous room. Yep. University. Yeah. With with minutes left. With minutes yeah, left yeah, on we this are episode. So almost close to done. Anyways. Pick up where we were on the trivia. Okay, so here's another thing. And again, I'm just going to read this from from the website because I, I didn't recognize this myself. So, like, yeah, I'm taking it with a pinch of salt sort of thing. Uh, but it just says, When Van Staten and the Doctor first meet, they briefly connect over an alien musical instrument. The melody played, though not exactly duplicated, is reminiscent of one played during the third episode of The Daleks, like the first First serial oh, with them. So that was that would have been one from sixty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first time they show up. The, the Daleks. It's because it was just called the Daleks. I mean, I'll try and have my ear out for that. Yeah. When I, when it, we well, get to it in well, eighteen years. I'll know it. In in the nursing home, I'll be like, "That's the thing from the episode." They said it in Manhattan Island. And the nurse is like, "Of course they did. Of course they did, Kate." That meme. <laughs> the yeah. Pushing the. Let's get pushing the old lady. Grandma. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing is that apparently this script went through with some rewrites. Uh, as you know scripts do and one of them at one point focused more on like Van Staten and he had like a wife and Adam was supposed to be the kid and stuff like he was don't like he was more of like a character and stuff and that the purpose in torturing the Dalek to get it to speak was so it would say happy birthday to Van Staten oh god I hate that mm-hmm. yeah I'm glad, I'm glad that didn't happen that yeah anyways out the shed What do you think about the long game? How excited on a scale of one to five? For do we do it in that order? Do we normally do I the next like time trailer first? I feel like it's say the next time trailer first because then we build up to the big episode review. got two out of five stars for that. That's exactly what I put. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, no, why? This episode looks so terrible, but I'm not excited for it. No. There's something, something dingy about it that makes me feel like... Like 2.5 stars would be average middle of the road. That is, you know, yeah, standard yeah. episode of Doctor Who. This feels like there was not really anything exciting going on at all. Like, there's no. a bunch of conversations. I think... And you, Simon Pegg's there. That's cool. I think the two cool things about this... That I'm not saying that's why it has my two out of five rating, but I think the two coolest things in this next time trailer are, one, the visuals of the head opening. Yep. And Simon Pegg. Yeah. Those are the only two things about it that I'm like, Nothing oh, else. tell me more. Because I think I mentioned it earlier, like, in our End of the World episode. Yeah. Is the, the Satellite 5, which is where they're about to go. Yes. Uh, that shot where they're looking out the window at Earth. It's the same. It's the same. Like, it must be the same it's set. It's the viewing platform, yeah, it's the viewing, It's, like, it's the kill floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it, because of that, and it feels a bit recycle, a bit recycly. And yeah, sort I, can, of... I mean, I can forgive it, but the thing is, yeah, even yeah, though it does bad. turn up, even though Satellite 5 turns up in the long game first, yeah. this feels like the rip-off somehow, if well, that I mean, makes that sense to you. That wasn't Satellite 5 earlier, was it? 
No, but I mean like when it appears later. It's, okay, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seeing it as Satellite 5, even though Satellite 5 came first, feels like a, a cop out to me. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. So you got you, two stars as well. Two out of five, baby. Not super, like not looking forward to it. I'm, just... I'm looking forward to watching it for the purpose of talking about it with you. Yeah. I'm not looking forward otherwise, to watching it for entertainment. Otherwise, I probably, it's one of those episodes where if, if I'm watching something or like rewatching something like this and it's on in the background or whatever, like some episodes I will pay way more attention to than others mm-hmm. this is one that i would just let it playing yeah. and i'm just doing whatever the hell else this focusing is... on nothing episode um, rating episode rating are you giving it the all five i give it five did you i did now there's certain things with the stereotyping and a lot of it can just be a bit shooty sometimes not not gatwa not the new <laughs> it's not i don't mean shooty as in the 15th doctor and he is 15 by the way is that he's the 15th doctor anyone who's being like tenants back is 10 coming back that's not true he is the 14th doctor I want him to play it a little bit differently because he is a new doctor. Yeah. And, and shoot, he is 15. He's 15. He's actually 30 in real life, but he's 15. He's in, the youngest in, doctor ever. He's, he's 15 in doctor years. Um, <laughs> so deal with it. I'm, I'm being, no, listen to me. Thank you. I'm glad you understand. I gave it 4.5 stars, by the way. <laughs> I gave it 4.5 stars just because there's a few little things that sort of drag it down. I think that, the actual Dalek writing itself is excellent. Top I think tier. I think Van Staten is is hateable, but I you know it's one of those things where, where I, I'm not a huge fan of like massive stereotypes. Yeah, I think that people often need redeeming qualities. Even even when you hate them, you want to be able to be like, oh. and I just don't with him. I'm like, oh. See, and I'm meant to hate a Dalek. Like I I I am aware that obviously these are not critical ratings. It's just a yeah, yeah it's just a personal, personal thing. thing. I did put underneath maybe five. I've I've written four, I've written four point five stars and in brackets underneath maybe five. See, I could like I could fuck with giving it a four point five. The only reason that I do give it a five is that none of the thing like because I, I recognize it's not perfect as five out of five would yeah. suggest. But I would say that like the things that I don't like, they don't drag it down for me. I don't think any of the things I don't yeah. like make me like it less. And I I maintain that this is a five. Yep. Yeah. I I I, uh, when, I was just thinking there when we before we're talking about is this a doctor episode or a rose episode? This is neither, by the way. This is a Dalek this is a episode. Dalek episode. Although <laughs> okay. I would say that it sways doctor. doctor. Oh, of course, yeah. Rose is like, I found stairs. That's her, that's her shtick here. Yeah. So next week, the long game, that's going to be fun. I use that term loosely, by the way. Uh, until then, uh, something we never actually have said is followers everywhere. I said it last week. Did you say it last week? Yeah, I did. You edited oh, no. the episode. I, look, I don't get, I don't listen to you though. I only listen to my parts. Oh, okay. No one knows you exist. I'm talking to myself in these episodes. I cut all of the Katie from them. The accident was years ago, Tyrese. So you'll let me go. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, where I, Tyrese, and my friend, and then it just cuts, like, abruptly. It's, it's you <laughs> just sat here with, like, a sock puppet King. on your hand yeah. of me. Doing it. Doing it. It's, it's a perfect impression. A, this is a one-man show, and Katie is a sock puppet. Yeah. A famous, a famous sock it's puppet. It's very talented, because not only are you doing yeah. a perfect impression of me, you're also doing... Getting carpal tunnel law, doing yeah. it. For fear of being evicted again, follow us on everything. For fear of being evicted. Oh, you hear, hear. Yeah, those. I thought someone was coming yeah, in Yeah, me room. too. Yep. Not like from my house. Yeah, you can follow us on everything. Doctor Who Rewind, you can subscribe. You can, you at, can, you, you can, at Doctor Who Rewind. At yeah. DW Rewind. At DW Rewind. I'm so terrible at this. Because I'm sorry, but we lost Doctor Harwind on TikTok. We didn't lose it. I replaced it. There's a difference. I couldn't get, doc, I couldn't get DW Rewind on TikTok, so I put Doctor Who Rewind, but the capitals didn't show up, so it said Doctor Harwind, and now it's DW Rewind. What an end of an era for Doctor Harwind. 
I hate that. I love it, and I'm I'm yeah. a little bit actually upset that it's gone. <laughs> like actually... not seriously, but I thought it was really funny. Either way, you can <laughs> you, you can you can follow us there. You can you can subscribe on we we have it on YouTube as well. You can catch us there uh, and. Turn your notifications on. Yeah, keep in the loop with all not, the cool Doctor Who things we have to say. Not because I want you to, but because the internet will literally do nothing now unless you turn notifications on. In fact, on. I want you to turn notifications off, but the internet, man, yeah, yeah. begs to differ. I want you to just be able to enjoy your subscription box as normal. But no. Anyways, we'll see you next week for the long game. Bye. Peace out. Peace in. <laughs> no. Yeah.